Hi, everybody. This is the Georgia Songbird, and we are here with Miss Virginia Louise. And we are doing uh, one of my favorite things to do, like I was telling her, is uh, album reviews, EP reviews. And uh, it's so much fun because we just tell stories and listen to music. So she's got an EP coming out uh, called Disillusioned. Right. And that's what we're about to get into. But but before we start listening to music, introduce yourself and tell everybody kind of how this EP album came together. Yeah. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Virginia Louise. Uh, this EP came together. All of the songs were written uh, back when I lived in Austin in 2021. And I wrote uh, most of the songs with one of my very best friends, Garrett J. Brown, who's an awesome musician in Austin. And they're all just kind of about like moving and being in that weird transitional phase in your early twenties, moving into your mid twenties and um, just like all the learning experiences that happened then. Uh, so it was really nice just finally compiling those into an EP and putting it out there. And that's kind of where the title disillusioned came from too. Cause that's a lot of what your early twenties can feel like. Uh, I don't remember my early twenties. I'm 45 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I think if I did an album, now I did. It's funny. I did it. I did mine when I first started this called Cowboy Hats and Sell Your Phones. It was twenty years ago. Is what I I named my album. <laughs> that's a good album name too. Everybody laughs because I call it Cellular Phones. But back then, that's what you called them, <laughs> Cellular Phones. <laughs> so I'm going to share the screen so we can see your your songs, and cool. that way you are can kind of guide me uh, in the direction. So yeah, can you see that now? Yes. It says, have you heard right now? That's what I was telling you. That was the, the last ones. Uh, okay. Let me go to. Snake Farm. <laughs> yep. That was one of them. Somebody picked Snake Farm. I can't believe I ever heard that song. I lo I've loved that song too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Uh, what's the first song that's on the EP? Yeah. So the first song on the EP is If I Didn't Mean It. If I, if I Didn't Mean It. Okay. Now my OCD is kicking in. So I got to make sure I put this in here. <laughs> That's a song number one. How, how many songs are on your EP? Uh, five. Five. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So this is one of five. <laughs> See, I'm going all the way down here. One of five. Awesome. <laughs> so like I said, you know, I'm a songwriter. I love to hear stories. So what is the story behind if I didn't mean it? Yeah. Um, so I wrote like the first verse in the chorus, um, and had trouble kind of like finishing the rest of the song, but I wrote it about, you know, the first line of the song is the city is screaming in my face. Kind of just like, I think that was the first moment I realized through writing, <laughs> like when that line came out that, oh, you know, I don't think I'm supposed to be in Austin anymore. Like I love Austin, but everything is telling me to move. <laughs> like everything's telling me to get out of here. Um, and so that's really what the song is about. And the second verse is my favorite. Uh, and it's like, fear I'm getting near the edge of my atmosphere, um, orbit another year. It's kind of just like playing with the idea of like space and constellations. And uh, I love the line, fear I'm getting near the edge of my atmosphere. Wrote that with Garrett. And uh, when we wrote that, we were pretty proud. We were like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the song is about. It's kind of like the first time I was like, hmm. Don't I think I'm supposed to move? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna mute us, and of course, you give me a thumbs up when you hear it. The city is screaming in my face. 
takes I wonder who my eyes will see that day Might be the most fun you've ever had Oh, I might be the saddest girl you've ever met If the pool wasn't so deep I'd crack a bed and leave If the curse of potential Wasn't so hard to leave Oh, I wouldn't call it a comeback If I didn't mean it Fear I'm getting near The edge of my atmosphere Float far that's very rocky thank you <laughs> uh i i think my friends and i liked it we're like oh it's kind of the alternative because i feel like mm-hmm. it's like a little bit um but i love like all of that i think we talked about it last time like all the, like the indie 2000s like emo stuff so i'm all about kind of having that influence a lot of my music that i right now especially i love jimmy eat world and those guitars i was like i want that i want that like <laughs> see and that that's what i love about music and i know now they talk about like people in country and there's like the genres and look it, it's it doesn't matter anymore because everything <laughs> blends and country's not country so i i was sitting here thinking about you you mentioned that it made me think of savage garden i don't know why that band popped into my head the truly madly deeply you don't know who that is Oh, okay. I know that song. Okay. <laughs> that Savage Garden. I think that's the only hit that they had, but they had that style was, was them. Cause I, back in my day, when you bought a tape, you bought it because of the song, right? And you had to listen yeah. to the whole tape, but that, that reminded me, I don't know what made me think of it, but now that you, you you're mentioning about the, the, the 2000 vibes and the, uh, the guitar yeah. sounds, it, it makes a little sense. Thank you. I, another reference I'll get a lot, um, is letters to Cleo, which I yeah. love. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> I actually think I have them. Let me, while we're talking, I think I actually have those. And that's my, my wife's doing letters to Cleo. Yep. I have, uh, oh, you can see it. Big star from under the dust. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my wife's music. That's, she brought that to me. Cause I, like, <laughs> okay. And I'm a big music person anyway. So <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, where did you record the EP at? Yeah, so um, half of it was recorded in Austin, and then the other half was recorded in Nashville, which I think is very fitting for the EP and the theme of the EP. But 
Um, yeah, the first half. Uh, so I actually recorded the guitars and drums for If I Didn't Mean It, All the Stars, and I think what's changed? No, no, no. We did that in, in Nashville. So in Austin, back at the studio I went to school at, I did the engineering and then I took it to um, my producer, Lang. And then we finished out all the guitars and like electric guitars and produced like the rest of it at his studio, Lang Freeman. Got to give him a shout out. He's fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of the EP uh, was recorded in in Nashville at my friend's studio. His name's Wyatt Witt. Fantastic producer, engineer. Um, and yeah, he did a great job and all the people that, you know, recorded on it. I didn't do any of the engineering in Nashville, um, just just in Austin. Um, but it was also fun for the last three songs of the EP to like sit back and just be able to be like just the artist. <laughs> <in> the <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so what's the next song we're listening to? So the next song is All the Stars. Okay. And tell the story behind this song. Yeah, so all the stars I feel like leans more into the the country side of my influences, and but also a little bit Mazzy Star, like I like to to say. Um, but this song I wrote again in a weird time in my life. I think it was like mm, just beginning of twenty twenty one, and I was just kind of in a weird space. I was I was thinking like you know, as an artist, you're always like kind of pushing yourself to do the next thing and you're all you put a lot of pressure on yourself you're like oh is this going to be good enough and all of that and if it's not or if I don't reach that certain goal like am I enough and so that's it's kind of like heavy but that's where the inspiration for this song came from and you'll hear it in the chorus lyrically where right. it touches <laughs> cool. right, I'm again I'm gonna mute us and play it cool Something about living in the in-between oh. These past few years have done nothing And everything for me
it made me think of. I don't know why. I got a visual of like a Jeep commercial. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I hope we're manifesting that. I would, I would love that. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagine like these these. Maybe I saw something. I can't. I don't know, but it made me think of it. That song, like you know, when people play over sync music, because it was something that a lot of songwriters, if you don't know about, yeah. should be looking into. Um, but I imagine here's my my, my mind because your song is very visual. It, it, it does it like a painting, and so I'm thinking of like a family like in a jeep sitting there in a campfire and they're just sitting in a jeep staring up at the stars i want this to happen <laughs> that would be really cool and thank you thank you for the kind words <laughs> i think i miss my calling as a director <laughs> i should say that like i i am not good with like visual stuff or like film stuff but now that you said it i can see that that would be really cool <laughs> oh, i love visual stuff when i when i was in high school we had like um um what was it called video production right and so i had to make a a video uh i didn't have to but i wanted to at a project i made a music video i was working at a restaurant i was 15 when i was working there and i kind of made a video i think around 16 years old um but it was set to zz top tv dinners and <laughs> i remember when i played it after i hours i spent like weeks putting this thing together putting little tidbits and things together and I remember when I played it, everybody came over and they watched it. Like, now I'm hungry. <laughs> because, but my favorite part of the whole thing was uh, in, in the song, there's a little breakdown. And so in the video, what I did is I, I clipped it together. And as you can tell, we get sidetracked on these things too. Um, <laughs> and so the, a buddy of mine, Wes, who was the cook, was, was slide a, 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 the rag up a knife. He was cleaning it. Yeah. Or no. The lady was. And so I did it in slow motion and she had like a weird, scary look on her face. And That's then it, cool. it flipped over to Wes with like a ex surprise expression, completely different time. But it, it made me think of that. Dude, that's cool. I like whenever I do music videos and stuff, I really have to work with a director to like come up with ideas because I just my brain doesn't work in that department for some reason. I, I need to like do I need to try better. <laughs> but that's that's awesome. Yeah, see, I, I'll, I'll do that. Every time I hear music, some it will make me think of stuff. Something makes me think of it. So what, what's the next song we got? On yeah. EP? So the next one is What's Changed. What's Changed. And let me go ahead and put that. What's Changed is I'm making sure my OCD kicks in and it is track three or five. <laughs> so what's the story behind What's Changed? Yeah, so What's Changed, Um, I, it's probably one of the sadder songs. Uh, I wrote it. Like I have a trouble like sitting down like intentionally like I'm gonna write a song about this today. It usually just kind of like comes out and then I'm like, oh, like this is how I feel about that situation, I guess. <laughs> and I wrote this while I was in a relationship with somebody, and in the relationship, it just kind of felt like things were changing. And you know when something's kind of not the same anymore. Mm -hmm. And I feel like women will typically sometimes pick up on that first. And I. So that's kind of where the song came from I was just like oh you know like you don't do the things that you used to or like what's changed you know I follow your face following your gaze like that's what that's the chorus and, and this song kind of just like I think I wrote it all in one sitting too not like 30 minutes or anything like that it was probably more like an hour or an hour and a half and then I brought it to my friend Garrett and he helped me like round it out. We always say like trim the fat, like mm -hmm. what can we like narrow down or like words can, that we can get rid of and or turn into something a little bit better. Um, but 
this one kind of just like fell out and it's one of my favorite songs to play and probably one of my favorite songs that we recorded i i love this one i guess i'm a little hurt you don't say my name like you used to when i see your face in the got me with that melody there it reminds me of i can't think of the song is it's driving me crazy because like i hear like da, 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 da. It's, it's a very like almost weezer or what's that islands islands in the sun hit hit oh, oh i love that song it's, it is weezer uh island in the sun <laughs> okay it's yeah. that's, that's why you saw me type it i'm like i'm looking for the song it's like driving me crazy because i was like i know the melody it, it, and it's not the whole melody. It's just when you hit the chorus, and I was like, "Oh, that's so good!" And it's like, 
dun, dun, dun. and I know you can't do melodies. There's every melody's been done, but I'm just like, bah, 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 bah. and I'm like, I'm thinking like, what is the name of that daggum song? No, that's funny. I do love that song, and I yeah, I love Weezer too, especially their earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was a fun one to write. I mean, not fun to write because it was sad. I was sad when I wrote it, but like, I guess recording it was fun because my friend Wyatt did it. He did a really good job bringing it to life and like I think we have very we have like similar influences and taste in music and he was able to like see that and like bring out like more of that like 90s kind of like sound with this song and he definitely did because I was sitting there like there's a song I know it it was (laughs) when I was in high school I remember that song I like so this whole album is kind of what I've heard so far I like the feel like you mentioned disillusion it's kind of got a spacey feel like you're sitting there like dream state and like I said, I always try to get visual. So I'm closing my eyes and I listen. And for whatever reason, this is where my visual went for this song is you're singing in an empty stadium. Ooh. Like you're on like an outdoor kind of thing, like yeah. Red Rock or something. And you're singing and nobody's there, but it's just echoing through the whole stadium as you're singing. Oh, that would be cool. I, that, that's really cool. I would love to do a video like that. I love Red Rocks. I've been once. I would love to go again. Um, and or do like some sort of like music video like that or like acoustic video because I love watching stuff like that. It would be cool to do one eventually. <laughs> you have any music videos of yours yet? We did. We did one for Missing Piece, and we're gonna release that a couple weeks after the EP releases. Okay. See, so, I, I'm okay. with questions today. I'm right on I'm right on top of that. So, what's the next song? Yeah. So the next one is the title track. It's called Disillusioned, um, and this song it's a happier song i wrote it about well i wrote it after i came home from a church's concert uh do you like that band have you heard of them who uh churches but they spell it with like a v like where the, where the u would be uh no I've, I've never you said churches i thought okay she came from the church band i'm like <laughs> no. what band did i miss no. the name not a church fan. um no church is the band but oh. <laughs> no i'm glad i i uh clarified um i went to go see them at one of my favorite venues in austin i've seen them a few times and was at acl live um and i was just super inspired i was also a little tipsy and i ubered home and then i just wrote the song <laughs> uh and a lot of it too i think like everybody you know i was super depressed like 2020 to 2021 and went through a lot but like came out the other side like thankfully really well and um that's kind of what the song is about like haven't even scratched the surface humbled by my fears how did I even get through my worst years um so instead of being like you know scared or you know of like what's to come I'm more like humbled by it I'm like okay like I I can do this and that's where the chorus comes from and what a lot of the song is about um and then also the second verse was more so inspired by um just how I grew up and I grew up in like a small town outside of Austin and in the second verse I say like walking down the streets that made me stay as present as I am um and we can listen to it from there uh I'm not great at reciting lyrics uh I'm not either if I don't have my guitar in my hand I can't remember my lyrics (laughs) like I can do like the first two lines um (laughs) But that was kind of what the second verse was inspired by. Um, But and I, I love how it turned out. And it definitely has like a more uplifting feel than the rest of the EP. 
started i don't know what it was there was a that initial lick in the beginning I'm, yeah. i heard zombie i'm like ooh, i love the cranberries oh my god <laughs> and, and then it went is that a baritone guitar they're playing yeah <laughs> oh then it distracted me with that because i was like oh a baritone guitar i want one <laughs> uh my friend wyatt i think he got it specifically for a couple of the songs on this ep um and 
yeah that that was a fun one to record too he did a good job with that I wanted to add too I uh, I read a book like that helped me out of that weird time and that also inspired a lot of the lyrics in the song called the untethered soul and like in the pre-chorus I say you know what will you say when the lights fade away when you're all alone left to your dismay thoughts uh, that cross the line aren't yours or mine um comes from an idea from that book it kind of teaches you how to like observe your thoughts rather than let them like overtake you like especially anxious thoughts and stuff like that and that helped me a lot so I just wanted to mention that of course see (laughs) I get lost in my thoughts all the time all of us (laughs) I told I tell my wife the other day we were were, I said when I I don't know where it came from but when I die I said I want a I want to find somebody that has a way to put like a solar powered iPod or something on my gravestone that has a playlist that randomly plays just you know plays music the whole time so when i'm gone they can still go there and listen to music anytime they want to why is this not a thing yet why are they not selling gravestones i don't know but if anybody does it was here first what is today's date yeah. today is june 13th it is 7 36 it is time stamp people that is your idea <laughs> so we got one more song on on your ep Yes. Um, so this one's called Missing Peace. This is probably one of my favorite. Um, there's like steel, uh, pedal steel in it. There's like a really cool big ending that I love that kind of talks like is reminiscent of all those like 2000s influences. Um, and also I wrote this song. <laughs> I wrote it like two nights before I was going to Vegas with my mom. And I wrote it when I was, I think, 22 and and in another weird time in my life um like this band I was in was breaking up just out of like a breakup as well and it wasn't like the best relationship and I you know there's a lyric in the song that's like um not it talks about I can't recite it because I don't have a guitar in my hands but (laughs) I'll hear it in a second (laughs) how like uh, I didn't want your kind of love or like, I didn't need your kind of love. Um, and kind of like, but I'll blame it on my youth because at the time, you know, everybody's always like, Oh, you're so young. You have time. You have time. So sarcastically, that's like the tagline of the song. Like, I'll, I'll just blame it on my youth. Um, and yeah, so th- this one means a lot to me lyrically and, uh, it's cool to look back at it now as a 25 year old going on 26 in a couple months and um be like you know we were okay we got we- <laughs> you blamed it on your youth yeah <laughs> right, i'm gonna mute us and play missing piece <laughs>
Yes, it has a very big ending. <laughs> <laughs> I love ending the EP that way because I feel like it opens up with if I didn't mean it with that big kind of like soaring guitar feedback mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And it's like this big guitar ending. And I'm like, yes, I love that. <laughs> that is a very lyr- lyrically strong song. There's certain there's a couple lines that popped out that I love, like words that hurt my tongue. I just that was awesome. That's such an awesome line. And then it's like. Uh, you had not, I can't even remember right now, not all right. Pain is just, pain is just fine. I, I like, I like that. That's like always, I have a habit of writing some of the same things together. And one of them was always as my, I always get off on the pain. That's kind of what I write in some of my songs. <laughs> yeah. That, that song, that lyric came from a lot of sadness. <laughs> I was like, I'll put it into a song. You know, you mentioned that that you said it sarcastically because that's what you're talking about sarcastically. Listening to it, you wouldn't know that. It to me, it just sounds like okay because as you get older, you're you're right. It, it is youth. People, you you kind of see it yourself like, oh yeah, they're right, but I don't want to tell them they're right. You know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I think writing the lyric like down, I was like, oh, like I want this to come off kind of sarcastically. But when I sing when I sing the song, I definitely feel like, oh, I can blame it on my youth and. Like I'm growing and I'm changing. My soul is getting restless, waiting on me to find the missing piece. Um, uh, I looked for it and you swore it was something I wouldn't do. I, I like that lyric. I think that's 
that's probably one of the ones I'm most proud of. But uh, that song, I love, I love that song. And I wish I could just like hug little like 22 year old Virginia and be like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what 22 year old Jesse was like. I can't. <laughs> that was, I can barely remember. What that, was like. <laughs> that was 23. Oh wow, 24 years ago. I'm, I'll be 46 here in a few weeks. So I was like, wow, time flies. Happy early birthday. And you well, just had an anniversary, right? I did 15 years, me and my wife. Uh, <laughs> I met her uh, on MySpace. Well, my sister in MySpace and Crackerborough. I've told this story hundreds of times. Uh, I don't know if I told you or not, but that's how I met her. Um, we both were going through a divorce. I've been separated for a while. She'd been divorced. And uh, she saw she, she worked for the county and my sister was HR up there at the time. And she saw a picture of me and my ex-wife and my son, Wyatt. Well, you mentioned Wyatt. That's my son's name is Wyatt. Uh, my oldest son anyway. And so she goes, Oh, he's so cute. So she met, she wanted to meet me. So we set up a date and, uh, it was a cracker barrel. And, uh, we started talking over MySpace because that was, I guess the thing to do. And I had no idea how to do it. My mom had to tell me how to, how to talk over online. And that's a whole nother story, but <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, what do I do, mom? I'm, I wouldn't, that's not how I'm used to dating. I, I wouldn't knew how to use MySpace. That's well, she, <laughs> she knew how to online chat. So she had okay. like a lot of online chats and she says, what you want to do is you don't want to give away a lot of stuff that we have something to talk about when you meet face to face. So I'm just like, okay, I gave one word answers to every question. It was driving her crazy. She's like, so you, yeah, I'm good. And you know, you know, like, like kids do when they come home and they're like, how was school? It was good. You know. <laughs> gosh you were like i'm gonna take that literally we're gonna have so much to talk about in person (laughs) (laughs) that's how dip i was not used to it and that's to me is just life you you learn and you learn some things you got to learn the hard way and and you can't blame it on youth because i did stupid things in my youth that i look back on now like uh why did i do that (laughs) that's just what you got to do sometimes you're like you know what i was i was young i was a kid (laughs) <laughs> yep, pretty much well virginia we'll talk about off air too but uh thank you for coming on with the ep disillusioned thank you thank you for having me <laughs> sure and like i said uh you actually are one of the people that actually take what i say to heart when i say bring me people send them to me you have i've met a couple people thank you i think jojo oh. was a uh, one that you sent to me i love her she's one of my favorite people on this earth and we always write songs together she's the sweetest i love yes. her <laughs> she, she she came on and she had that, that picture of her with the honey the honey bear and i'm like what is that a is that like a, a honey bear <laughs> <laughs> she reminded me of uh the lady from i don't know if you ever watched big bang theory uh oh maya, yeah maya balik she kind of reminded me of her i still like kind of look like her <laughs> <laughs> i can see it that's funny uh but tell everybody virginia uh all your social media because uh, when this comes out, guys, you'll be listening. The album will be available when this is released, which will be July 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys go listen, stream it, download it. Uh, it'd be available everywhere. But tell everybody your social media, all that stuff, where they find you. Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all Virginia Louise music. When you find the blue hair, you have found me. I made it easy for everybody. <laughs> um, and yeah, it comes out July 7th. Um, three of the singles are already out. So if you liked anything that you heard, go listen to them. And, or well, I guess by the time it'll be out. Uh, it'll be out. Um, so ignore that. But yeah, go check it out. Virginia Louise Music everywhere. 
and anybody listening, like I said, this is how we do album reviews. This is the way I always will do them. I will never do them any different. We'll talk, listen to music, and that's it. I'll never critique. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to to listen to music and tell stories and get in trouble. That's kind of what I'm here for. Hi, everybody. That was the Georgia Songbirds, and we were listening to Virginia Louise's uh, EP, Disillusion. Thank you, Virginia. Thank you.